Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the next episode of the Cannabis Quest podcast. This is episode 16, and we're so thrilled to be coming back at you with more cannabis content, um, a time to come together and just discuss all the happenings in the cannabis community. As you know, lately there's been a lot of crazy weird tension in um, uh, the country just in general. It's been a lot of like protesting and things like that, and we didn't want to use our platform for evil we definitely wanted to talk about the black community and how they are or are not involved in our cannabis industry Uh, but we as you know are two adorable white kids so we couldn't have this conversation at least not alone so we brought our friend joe Joe is also on Instagram. She's known as Puff Puff Patton, and I will uh, give her the floor. Hey, Joe. Hey, Puff Puff Patton here. Thank so, you for having me here. Oh, of course. I saw you post on Instagram about how the cannabis industry uh, in Arizona specifically wasn't doing enough, and I was like really touched by that, and so I wanted to reach out mm-hmm. and ask you to be on the podcast and I'm so glad you were interested what else or what do you do in the cannabis community um as of now I do have a few different projects going on um I have Bogart which is a a POC collective me and um for other women we are all just creatives we all do our different things and just express ourselves you know whether it's art photography graphic design um and they also work in the cannabis industry. Some are in Cali, some are here in Arizona. We have some in Texas. So like we're kind of spread out. Yeah. And That's like super. powerful women, like they, they're amazing. They know their worth. Um, so shout out to Bogart ladies. Um, and that's at Bogart creative. Um, and then I do have a few other projects, um, that I'm working on that you guys will find out soon. Yes. And then I also have Blackout Union, which I think everyone is now, yeah, which every, yeah. everyone's now familiar with. That is my nonprofit in this industry, and it's for um, black cannabis business owners. So yeah. um, we come together. We have different, like, power sessions, and, you know, like, we just had our mixer um, Friday on Juneteenth. Oh, cool. So, yeah, it was such a good time. And so that right now is um, is really what, what I've been working on because um, I've been talking to a lot of the different, um, uh, like, black DAs and different people who are in this industry, like mm-hmm. black people in the industry, and they've all, you know, you know, feel the need for that support. You know what I mean? And, like, a lot of us, it's not many of us at all, <laughs> but a lot of us are like, okay, well... Where are we at? You know, Absolutely. like let's come together. Yeah, no, yeah. I think this is a really like important time to like really be unified. I know for a fact. I mean, everybody knows our president is definitely not doing anything to un like get us together. He's definitely getting us mm-hmm. to divide, and I think it's very important that people who like really understand the worth of everybody and um like it's important to like support each other and like Mm -hmm. get us up and lifted and especially like raising voices like yours and Mm -hmm. everybody else in in the community yeah and that's what we want to be known for and do moving forward here at cannabis quest is be intentional we always talk about being intentional with what we do and uh like space cadet courtney said 
uh, using our platform for good, we realize and acknowledge that cannabis is, as a plant, is for good. And we can't let um, the evils of money and, say, capitalism to twist a beautiful plant into something that is not benefiting everybody or is predominantly keeping one or many groups of people from from participating and enjoying it. So that's why we are so blessed to have different viewpoints uh, on board. So Yes. Yeah. There's, um, like, I'm sure, as everyone knows, like, the war on drugs is definitely disproportionately locked up a lot of people and have given them federal offenses. And mm-hmm. in order to get a dispensary agent card for you to work, uh, you can't have any federal offenses. And what if that was a cannabis offense, like... Exactly. You were just, exactly. You were just yeah. <laughs> you were just selling weed to like live your life and like mm-hmm. make things happen and now you want to mm-hmm. do it legally and now you're getting punished for it. Exactly. Like you can have you can have you can be a felon and you know get your medical card and you know they can profit off of you and you know but if you are a felon you can't work in the industry and even if it was you know from just having like 2 grams and then you know like you we're locked up for however many years because we know they're extreme and you know outrageous with it Mm -hmm. (laughs) but um you can't work in the industry and even if it was you had a whole operation going you know like if anything yeah they should see you know that they were they're actually working and that they know what they're doing you know it's it's not fair at all you know they don't give them a chance you know it's and then it's just that's you know they look they're looked at as a mistake you know what i mean and then like it's like that's their 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 life you know per se you know it's not like that one mistake becomes their whole life and that's just not right and then the problem is is they also have a hard time getting a job not just in cannabis but also any anywhere in general general. so like you can't just like come back bounce back from that like at all you just like now have this like huge stigma and there are some non-violent crimes like cannabis that really disproportionately affects the black community and doesn't allow them to thrive in any way and that's terrible so many indirect injustices um like then having that on your record and not being able to get loans as easily or employment as easily but also just direct effects as well where there are people serving probation for three grams of marijuana but there's also people serving 30 year sentences for three grams of marijuana so it's just so much that we can do to make things right but we already like i can already forecast and see just money being the end-all be-all and not um Mm -hmm. not doing things intentionally so money is so is the thing in our country i wouldn't have expected at all (laughs) (laughs) so i like having this soundboard here to kind of figure out and kind of set a path to see what we can do to keep something as incredible as cannabis who can help so many people and it provides stuff like hemp that can be used for so many other industrial purposes that is sustainable what can we do to make sure that we don't you know we don't turn cannabis into another commodity which is so so easily done in this country easily it's, yeah it's a medicine here to help and uplift 
Yeah, you definitely. I mean, it's you have to like give back to the communities who've been actually, you know, I'll say punished, you know, oh, yeah. for for just just punished for being black and then just for being targeted and then you know that messing up it's the whole cycle you know it's you're locking the fathers up some even mothers you know getting locked up yeah. for these charges and then now you know you're messing with the family you know yeah. and then now it's like help that community have like don't especially like for the companies out here like there's so much that they can do you can donate you can start by we know how just, much money just you make. Getting, exactly, we do. <laughs> we know how little you pay your employees. Right, like underpaid, overworked. Um, yeah, but it's it's really, but it's important to like uplift and yeah. give back. Like when people pay, are pay for someone to get out of jail. You exactly. know what I mean? Like like how about like you like start there? Like there's so many so much that they can do the that United. will actually directly help. And it's oh. like no, like it's not about making a post on Instagram, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. or just posting a, a black person smoking on your Instagram page. Like that, that, that means, that means nothing to us. Yes. We can look on Instagram and see black people smoking all the time. We don't have to go to like, you feel me? We, we... Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, the more and more I, I mean, conveniently I don't have a job. So I spend a lot of time on Instagram. So here <laughs> I am like posting and looking and I want to make sure I'm like, like lately I've been like, like at first I was like posting a bunch and then I like was reading like, yeah, fucking that's not doing shit. And also, I mean, it's helping a little bit because of a lot of my audience are white people yeah. and like people just need to see that shit. Like some people just didn't even know that that was happening. I was telling my grandma a couple of days ago that there were people out there being hung in trees and she was like excuse me and like she had no idea that that's ha it's happening right yeah. now these black men are not committing suicide in fucking trees like we had no idea and so i think it's important to kind of be like hello something's mm -hmm. happening like something is out there and up and so then i decided i needed to start posting like black community like people I know in the cannabis industry who need more of a voice and I started like oh, okay like this company is owned by black people and I had no fucking idea their products are lit as fuck like um the edible company Thetable 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 yeah mm -hmm. they're black owned and oh my goodness that scrub Ooh. Have you ever I'm, used their body scrub? No, I need it a is, body scrub. I need scrub. like Do you three. Do oh man, stinky I, ass nails. It is ankles. amazing, Ooh. amazing. Like okay. I just want, yeah. Okay. I need like three right now. Yes. Uh, I just I I can't wait for the day that I know for sure that I can walk into a dispensary, whom is owned, and has a CEO, whom is a person of color. Soon, girl. But. Damn, Watch. there Damn. is um, so many, so many rich white people out there. It kind of hurts. Um, I mean, a lot of these people, they're profiting now off of an industry that it, for the longest time, this, this was completely illegal. And yeah. there were just people of color and they were doing a lot of moving things around and like, 
it, they were getting in trouble for buying the weed and the white person was like not getting in trouble or mm-hmm. getting a slap on the wrist like hunter was talking about like how he was driving around with his weed and he didn't think anything of the cops but i don't think like i think oh word oh, i i don't think Damn, that, like that you would, like you're i don't friend. think <laughs> would you ever think that driving around with your weed before you had your medical card do you feel comfortable with your medical card Man. even with your medical yeah, card no even with my med card I'm, i put my shit in the trunk i do it right because i've actually been pulled over before Oh of my course, goodness. in in, in racist ass Chandler. Yeah, I, we were pulled lady. over, and it it was like they we literally pulled out. We were visiting a friend, pulled out of the apartment complex, made a right, and next thing you know, whoop whoop, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, like I made a right so turn. He, he comes out, mm-hmm. and he's like, um, and luckily. I wasn't driving. I was in the passenger seat. And, you know, at my friend's house, like, I was smoking. You know, like, we were smoking there. That's what I do. Yeah. And so we smelled, like, we reeked, like, reeked. And so we get in the car, and, like, and my daughter's in the back seat. So it was me. And um, and so uh, my ex at the time, he's, he's like, um, you know, what did I do? Oh, you made a wide turn. And I'm like, oh, of course. That's their favorite. You know how many times a I've been pulled over turn. because of a wide turn? Yes. Do you know yes. how many times I've been pulled over off of the freeway in my entire life? Once. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I, I've been, I have been <laughs> pulled over turn. once, and it was because I was going 30 miles an hour over the speed limit mm-hmm. because there was nobody on the street in the middle of the <laughs> night, and I didn't know any better. I had my license for two weeks, and that's the only time I've been pulled over. That's wild. No. Yeah. So, yeah. So, that's fucking crazy. So... We, I get, and he, he's wide like, wide fucking he, turns. God I, damn yeah, it. Yeah, for a wide turn. And then he's like, oh, it smells like marijuana, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, hey, like, I have my card. So now I'm like, okay, it's my turn to speak up, you know, like, because, <laughs> you know, this is a black man in the, in the, yes. and, and, and he has a firearm. So I'm sitting here like, oh, uh, hey, like, let me Don't speak worry. up. So I'm like, I have my card. It's okay. We just came from a friend's house. I was smoking. Like, it's like, I have a right to smell like this. And and it shouldn't and be a suspicion because exactly. they have recently passed that. So, as, exactly. Dear so, Lord. So he t- so he's like um he says he's like can I see your patient he's like can I see your patient card and I says it's, it's in the trunk and he's like you know you should really keep that on you at all times and he has like an attitude Ooh. he's a white man of course and I'm sitting here like but it's still technically on me it's in the trunk like it's not. It's with me. What do you mean? Like, like if, if you like. Yeah, and so I was like, I can get it out. And he's like, yes. Yeah. So he, we pop the trunk. I go to the trunk. I get it out of my purse, which in my purse is my weed. Mm-hmm. And I literally have probably like a gram or two on me. Um, well, yeah, because you smoked it. I was about to say that's all I had left. I know. <laughs> so I had that on me, and he's like, and then um, I show him my card, and he looks at it, and he's like, oh, okay. And then I'm like, all right. And he's like, you know we have um, – he's, he's like, you know I can uh, search your vehicle, blah, blah, blah. And I was like – and I'm also a DA, so I know how much I'm allowed to have on me, like, if need be, blah, blah, blah. Like, come at me, bro. I know my right. <laughs> like, well, and then you know and the, the law, too, and he's like, Exactly, yeah. exactly. Like, even as a patient. And so I'm sitting here like, I know how much I'm even allowed to have on me, and – like why why are you even coming at me like this? And so why is so that his next question? Immediately, I I wish I got his name. 
because like I was just so like yeah so anyway so yeah. immediately I told I tell him I was like um I tell him you know like I'm DA whatever I do that spiel and then he's like oh okay 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 and then he like slowly hands me my card back and I'm like he's like so um why do you have your card and I was like, like I don't, don't feel to... comfortable telling you that at all. He was like, oh, I'm just curious. He's Out of, for a... your fucking curiosity, you want me to explain my health for your curiosity? Like, Absolutely who the fuck do you not. think you are? And that's why I'm like, I wish, like, I was so shocked. Like, who the fuck? That I didn't even look, to, like, at his badge. And I'm like, I, I, I wish, I wish I still had it because I, I would come for him. Oh my goodness. Like, and that's just what I'm like, like, what I'm going through. And I'm like, I have to like prove myself and I work in the industry. So think about if I didn't and like how South that could have gone. Oh, totally. You, you know what I mean? Know. Like that, yeah. that would have been. And then, well, we all know like HIPAA, like makes exactly. it protects you from needing to talk about It's anything. illegal for him to even ask me. Exactly. Excuse me. That's my medical fucking information. You're not supposed to even ask yeah. me. Yeah. That's. No. Why awful. do you have this? It's none of your fucking business. Exactly. I would have <laughs> cop or not. Okay. Get out of my face. Well, now in that inc- in that incident, you had your card. Now, how do you feel about all this digital shit on your phone? Oh, 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 man. Oh my God. I yeah, the implications. Video, but yes, no. Like I, I don't feel comfortable with that because what's crazy is is that I was even joking with of like some friends, like some homies, mm-hmm. like you know, like what if we, you know, like I'm like, can you imagine, you know, like we, you know, get shot for just, like, trying to, like, oh, let me get my registration out or let me pull my phone out or or they think, you know, your phone is a gun or whatever. And so, like, we're just sitting here just kind of, like, joking about it or just, like, man, isn't that crazy? Like, you know, now we got to be, like, all right, you know, like, let me make sure I have a copy of it at all times instead of having it on my phone. And the next thing you know, all this bullshit just happens or (laughs) it's all exposed even more. And these cops are going crazy, like, even, even crazier than they already were. And um, when we were going, having to, when we had curfew, Uh you know, some people had to go through checkpoints. You know what I mean? Like National Guard was out here. Like, remember that guys, you know, like this is what we're going through as patients. And like, when you have this shit on our phones and I mean, I probably, I kind of get it, you know, help the environment, but like, it's still uncomfortable. And it's something that these white people who are in charge, who thought of let's be environmental friendly, were probably not thinking about yeah. these black people needing this shit on their phones because they don't have to think like that. They don't have to go through that. They never have to consider the implication of, like, not only is the cop already on alert because they smell the marijuana and now they're asking a person, and especially a person of color, for their ID, and the person goes, oh, yeah, it's on my phone. Like, no white dude or even lady in a boardroom right. is considering the the fact that like that could go south so quickly and that's the scary part is just saying that like we no human being should be in a situation that can go south and end in such a, like a, a a shit thing like somebody losing their life like it's just yeah. What planet are we on? Yeah. Um, we definitely decided we we're in the bad dimension, like, of the, all the, of the, of the dimensions. So this there, is, like, Earth, know. like, 32? Like, this yeah. is an Earth one, because Earth one's got to be better. We've got, that. like, Uber Eats and Postmates and stuff. We can yeah, order food with being high, but, yeah. Sometimes there's conspiracy in my head only because I smoke weed, and sometimes... 
She's like, sometimes it's fact. Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes it adds. No, I'm just kidding. It adds up. Like, what are... What are some things that we can do to, like, really put, like, of course we need to, like, put people of color in position. Like, of course, remember to register to vote and get your shit together because August 4th there is some voting uh, uh, for local, local stuff here in Arizona. So if you're an Arizona resident listening, please, please get all of that figured out yes local voting is so important too like i know we are all gung-ho about the um november election which we sure as shit should be but um we want to advocate about um advocating change from the from the bottom up you support your community and your um, neighborhood first and um voting for those elections are so flipping important too so So like outside of that what else can we do to like really uplift and like help out our our black community in the in the cannabis in the cannabis community i mean aside from what we've you know stated you know donating to whatever organizations that are going toward you know the people who have been convicted and the people who are you know out right now or even you know making sure that it's on the bill, you know, for the, for, for when we're voting to like, for that to be like, no, in order for this to pass, like there needs you know, to be cannabis you, yeah, reform. This, exactly. Yeah. We need that. We need that. Yeah. Um, I find it to be very important. Like if we are going to have legal weed, we really need to let everybody have access to it business wise yeah. and otherwise, because uh, if we're, you know, thinking about having digital cards and stuff mm-hmm. and they're not thinking mm-hmm. about pulling their phone out of their pocket and stuff like that and that may being suspicious or whatever. We got to have people of color in the boardroom yeah. too. Yeah. So um, there's all sorts of stuff, like making sure like it's more diverse. Exactly. Absolutely. Definitely that it's more diverse because there's so many um, – like black business owners and aspiring, um, you know, just black entrepreneurs, you know, in this mm-hmm. industry, in this cannabis industry. And we've been around for a minute and, you know, like you, they can easily invest, you know, how many little edible companies they got popping up and randomly they want to pop up another concentrate company, you know, uh-huh. under the same license, you know, and then <laughs> yeah. it's like, how about you take, um, look through your staff, see yeah. what one of which one of your DAs, desire to even be in that position now i did talk to someone um um on an executive team and they did tell me that they don't see as many so all my black people out there this is to you they said that they they would see a lot of applicants you know in like the the lower positions and like the like the you know the the starting positions but when it comes to like you know if someone wants to you know be management or do let go to lab, you know, instead of going to trim, you know, that then they don't see as many applicants lead, lead education, something like that. But then at the same time, it's, I will say it is intimidating because you know, when you do want to at least aspire, they don't want anyone aspiring, but it's like, well, how are we going to get our fucking opportunity? You know what I mean? Like, honestly, like being in this industry, it's so brand new. And for all these people to try to act like that, you know, they just, they just know it, you know, and like they own it and it's their shit, you know, like that is, it's like, yeah, first of all, get the fuck out of here. Anytime I'm like trying to like apply for a job, I'm like, I know this place is like growing and this whole industry mm -hmm. is growing, 
but I also want to make sure I'm working for a company that also understands that exactly too. because these companies are low key they're small you run into the executives more than you think mm-hmm. you know what I mean like and, yeah. and that's that's the thing and, and and that's what frustrates me because it's like you guys are hearing don't the be community. too big for your bridges don't be exact right <laughs> like take that leap of faith like maybe that black employee who's been busting his fucking ass and kicking major ass mm-hmm. helping out every patient picking up trash in the parking lot you know just yeah. doing his thing take a fucking leap of faith and hire him for management gm or like to own his own store or good lord i can um, i can like literally that. think of I, one person I, you and i both what? worked with I have who, no idea who should have been about. on the I fucking wasn't. board of directors uh so yes i totally get yeah. that yeah he could have been dm man i mean honestly <laughs> shout out to my boy chris thing is, is also um some of the patients you know i i will say you know honestly that we like the patients who discourage us Really? Or what? I have I have seen mean? it, you know, in certain manners. Like I've had so many racial remarks made toward me. Seriously, like that. It's it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Like I like I I've think... gotten sung to like racial like it, it like what? recently. Yes, yes. In twenty twenty, in twenty twenty. Oh, it was what last month. I think it's like disgusting. last month. I wouldn't have thought like people in the cannabis space or people walking in would still act like that. That's disgusting. That's really disgusting. But then again, I've seen assholes like, well, you're in line too long and you don't even know what you want. So like I, okay, uh, fuck. Assholes are everywhere. And like racist assholes too. Fuck. Like you get some and they're just mean to you for no reason. I've gotten that. I've gotten disrespected because they think that I'm younger than what I am. And then on top of that, I'm black. And so then they're just like, man, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And I'm like, I know more than you. And then on top of that, like, you know, when you that serve me mentality just drives me so mad so, yeah. yes i um story time so yes once she said yes <laughs> one time i was um i was working and i was checking in some patients and i just wanted to figure out like what this wait time was so i asked you know the most recent patient that i checked in their name or not, not the most recent but the, the one that was next in line um like i asked them their name just to confirm and they tell me, and you better be glad HIPAA is covering your ass right now. Um, <laughs> because cause this is just, oh, God. So they tell me, and I'm like, okay, cool. Um, we'll say Zach. We're going to call him Zach. It was something far from it. He says, my name's Zach. And I'm like, okay, thank you, Zach. And he's like, well, what's your name? In the most like entitled, titled tone. And I was like, my name's Joe. And he's like, okay, well, I wish it was Betty. And I was like, the fuck? So I'm like, Betty. Oh, okay, well, why? And he's like, yeah, you know the song. And like, I'm a music buff. So I'm just thinking like, oh, it's a game. Oh, oh no. Betty. I can see where and this is so going. so I was like, um, I can't, I'm sorry. Like, I don't, I don't know what song you're talking about. And he's like, you know, oh, Black Betty. Betty no. Lamb, oh, Black Betty. And this fucking white old man no. is singing to me. And I'm like, I'm like, do I do I keep my job or do I like literally like elbow him in his like I have so many visions of like kicking this man in his chin. Like literally better people. Like this is twenty twenty. This was a month ago. 
And then moments later, I get like, someone's like, thanks, sister. And I'm like, y'all rubbing me the wrong way. Like, just look, just have some decency. Think about what the fuck you're saying to people. And I get this way more often. Like, you you really would be surprised. And it's just me. So think about what people who are darker than me are going through. Or, you know, people with locks. You know, they just think that, oh, yeah, you must know because, you know, you got locks and you look like... You, like no, no. like it's, it's so much disrespect going on just because of assumptions that like yeah. man I couldn't believe that man started singing to me and then I told I told a co-worker they're like are you what did you do are you okay I don't know like are you okay what did you do yeah. and I was I literally was shocked I didn't, I, I, I didn't I, do anything I was like I don't even know yeah know. okay alright <laughs> like I don't know as an outside person how I would like I would probably be like are you okay but like beyond that I don't know how else I would have reacted like you know like you know like like, I would have been like do we ban that guy do we make a note in his chart like do like what do we do like is this yes you ban him and if he asks why because you were in racist asshole yeah, we, we we can't let we can't give racist assholes passes anymore. Like humans, like it's do better, be, yeah. be better like, to each you other. Be comfortable. Like don't make people mm-hmm. feel uncomfortable. If you're the one that's walking around making people feel uncomfortable, then you can go home. Yeah, I can't believe it because I this guy he was like I can imagine him thinking it as a joke too. That's, and thinking and that, that is acceptable, like that a, I would laugh, that I would think it's funny. That I can like fucking. That's the awful thing is that that's what my head automatically goes to is because he was like oh it's funny joke and that's disgusting because it's that's not it's not 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 especially because you don't fucking know like <laughs> like i feel like you would really have to know somebody before you start getting into like the controversial jokes exactly that's a personal like, like you don't just like that's... meet someone and you're like Hello, let me tell you the most racist. While you're in line for your medicine. <laughs> oh, that's sir. In a public setting. Sir, I'm here to serve you your medicine. Mm. And <sighs> you want me to what? The entitlement hurts my yeah. freaking heart. So it's not just, it, it, it's an all around thing in this industry. I mean, that's just disrespect all around. He probably would have said the same thing had I been in Walgreens Pharmacy. However. Totes. Oh, totally. You know, you know but true. yeah. <laughs> But the fact that it was even said, the fact that I'm at work and I'm over here like, oh no, should I like, I'm, I'll lose my job. And the fact that that's me, like that, that that's my thought, you know, like I'm not going to say anything because money or you I'm think- not going to say anything because like my passion for this industry, you know what I mean? And I don't want, you know, them to be like, oh, you should have whatever. But then after now, afterwards, I'm telling people, they're like, no, you definitely should have said something. And I'm just like, I, I was stuck. Like, like oh, were, totally. I couldn't believe that he just. You were so shocked. <laughs> yeah, the thing I, had, that... I had to take him in. I was like, I need, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go to the bathroom real quick. I'm gonna go like, let me go sit in the sun for a few minutes. Because... What bothers me so much is the fact that you had to have the thought about censoring yourself when this motherfucker came in yeah. with just inappropriate Welcome shit. Welcome to the black world. Like... That, that's the point that everybody needs to consciously <laughs> yeah. be aware of all the time. And that's why, like, honestly, now I don't give a fuck. Like, I... I am done censoring myself. Yeah, exactly. Like now, now, like I, mm -hmm. I'll hit him with a nice "fuck you" you next time. Trust me. Yeah. And if I ever see um, Zach on the street one day, then we go. (laughs) Trust me, I will have no issues laying throwing hands. Be throwing hands with Zach. Throwing hands. He doesn't. Mm -mm. Oh, that's. Mm -mm. 
But yeah, like, I mean, outside of that though, it's just like, you know, they, but they, if they're coming, then they, they see like, you're, you're encouraging. They see that. So they're going to come to your company and then your black employees are going to run into them a lot more. And that's, that, that makes us feel uncomfortable when we work there and we have to, you know, like, like honestly, like working in the industry, like we, we, there's a lot of assumptions that comes with like being black and being in the industry or, you know, oh, or, yeah. just, or just like, Oh, like I know how your lifestyle is already. And it's like, what? Like just being in the industry yeah, in general, in I can't, general, I can't imagine being general, black on top co- of that. Yeah. Even, even from just, you know, colleagues in the industry, you know, there's just different assumptions being, being that that's been yeah. made. Like, you know, like, I mean, yeah, you guys, they, you, I'm they sure you throw know in like the, Oh, well, oh, you're okay, a young you're person getting... in the cannabis industry who like, yeah, you don't know anything like what. And then I'm like, okay, well, what's your favorite terpene? And they're like, what's a terpene? And so like, what's I'm terpene? like, and then it's terpene. like, okay, guy, like you can't tell me that I'm a young person that doesn't know anything. But like, then they're probably thinking, oh, this person just like snoop dogs it up all day because they're a person of color. Right. They're just like doing all the like uh, all they know are just it's, yeah it's like just like nasty ass weed they're just pushing me to get shit or like they probably mm-hmm. have some crazy dumb assumption that's just not oh that's gross that's yeah terrible. it's it's it, it's those assumptions all day and um and i'm sure like you you say like you have you said a daughter right mm-hmm. i'm sure like you're a responsible parent who's when you have to medicate like i'm yeah. sure you're not like i'm smoking in front of my kid and blowing it in her face yeah like like i'm sure you've oh, got your like you've i can't got, imagine like, my sweet. kid high first of all if i'm blowing shit in her face <laughs> That little girl will be lit. (laughs) Like, I can't imagine her high. Anyway, (laughs) I like, see, 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 for my kid, like, I I give, yeah, absolutely. Like, like, I walk around and I'll wear, like, you see my choker with my little, you know, leaf on it. And they look at me, they look at her, and I'm like, and I will sit here and have little nug jewels in my hair and shit. And, yeah. She knows it's medicine. When she sees it, she knows it's medicine. That's that's all she knows. Like when she she doesn't know it to be anything else. Oh, that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, though. like I love when she that. was saying, <laughs> I used to um, she um. I used to go to a dispensary out over east, and they always had donuts. Oh, and so whenever like I would go and pick up my meds, when she would smell my meds. You know, like I would have like a donut for her, and so every time she would smell, that is incredible. So every time, like after that, she would like smell the weed. She'd be like, "Mommy, I want a donut." I want a donut. Yes, and we would we would be in like a most random setting, but if she gets a whiff of it, she's like, "Mommy, can I have a donut?" And I'm like, "Oh my god, she's conditioned." I mean, she's not like that anymore. It was like in the way beginning when she was like two or something. That's so precious. It was so funny, and I was like, "Oh my god!" But I love the idea of a generation of children growing up, and when they think of the word medicine, they think of nugs and not pills. Just like how beautiful is that as an idea? Yeah, she knows. Like my medicine cabinet are all herbs. So like for me, it's not even just weed. Like it's all herbs. I believe in all herbs. Yeah. Nature is my religion. Like this, this is what I do. So like, and when I could talk about it, I talk, I talk about it from a very medicinal standpoint. I, of course, like we smoked growing up, you know, but I didn't actually start using like cannabis heavily until I was an adult, until Mm -hmm. it had to actually replace the medicine that I was using. Totally. Yeah. So, and the medicine that, that I was using at the time, it started making me lose my eyesight. Like, legit, like, I was seeing, like, gray spots. And, like, I was like, I'm not fucking with this. So I just stopped taking it, like, cold turkey. And I was like, no. And then 
Um, like I was never like anti, um, like smoking, but, um, I was just always preferred edibles over, you know, like smoking it. Cause I'm just like, you know, like I just rather just eat it, whatever. Yeah. But, um, I had some friends and they were like, you know, just, just instead of the edible, just here, hit this. And I'm like, ah, okay. Like I remember what this was like, cause I used to be a big drinker. You know what I mean? Like I smoked yeah. and everything, but drinking kind of like outweighed it. And now I'm like, I don't drink at all. But like I smoke, like med- it's my medicine. I do all my herbs, and like I'm good. Just setting that good intention yeah, behind exactly. it. Absolutely. So when she, th- when she thinks of medicine, she thinks of like, let me go get this tea bag real quick. That's you beautiful. Know? Let me go get this, yeah, this nug, and then like, with with ever I am like smoking, and like she wants to like, you know, like barge in the room or like come outside, then she's like, mommy, and I'm like, look, like I know you see me taking my medicine, and she goes away, or like, if I'm outside. She literally would just stand at the window and, you know, just be like, hey, I need, I need this. Yeah, like, I need this. And I'm just like, okay. Yeah, but, like, she stays, you know, like, she understands. There's not know? that stigma. That lack yeah. of stigma is awesome. She understands. That's really cool. I've, she can, I've, like, mm-hmm. be, like, be around it without, like, without you worrying about her being involved exactly exactly and then if she when she gets older and she's with her friends and you know they want to pull out something like she won't be you know shocked if anything she'll be like that's trash (laughs) my mom knows uh (laughs) like my grandfather he has this whole story about how like he could always have wine at the dinner table because his dad was very European mm. and by the time his friends were like drinking and bringing beers over and doing whatever he was like that's that's cute kind of yeah thing. so like he was never like a big drinker he never like had more than like a drink or two maybe a week or whatever and so he was like pretty desensitized to it mm. pretty early on so that's probably something she'll kind of exactly grow up in and she'll just be like you know what it's like no big deal and I don't have to like binge or something like that Mm -hmm. which is super awesome yeah honestly when she's like old enough and ready to smoke like i'm like i let me roll it yeah like come come to me you know exactly yes you you take away that because i am not going to have her around here not knowing like how it should be done you know what i mean like do it right do it in a healthy manner if you feel like you need it do it in a healthy manner and when you take oh, away that stigma, especially for like teens and uh, before people become adults, uh, with that stigma gone, like they're not going to want to do it or abuse it as much. If, if like exactly. I'm a teenager and I'm like, my mom knows about this and she thinks like she's understanding about it and would be accepting of it if I do it in the right setting. As a teenager, I'm not going to be like, ooh, I'm rebelling now. Like taking away that stigma will just make mm-hmm. things better for the future generations. And that's. It's what it should be about. Yeah. And they can live comfortably. Like yes. we shouldn't be thriving off of like living rebellious. You know what I yes. mean? Like yes. like for them to be like that's what they're getting off on. It's like wait a minute. Right. Think about the like think about like the mindset that that, that they'll have, you know, like in the future. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like that'll be like their constant programming is to like they get off on rebelling and now they're just going to like don't you don't want them to end up in some trouble. You know? Yeah. What I mean? Like like in the black community, mm-hmm. you also have to teach your kid to not only like, you have to teach your kid how to navigate the white world. Mm-hmm. As awful as it says like or sounds, like you need to do that. And 
like okay don't like walk around with your hood up or you know mm-hmm. don't walk around in the store with your hands in your pockets i've heard so many stories on npr recently because that's i mean i try i love to npr to mm-hmm. a lot of news and i do in my car and that's like kind of it and that i recently heard a story about like this mom like okay you also have to do this this and this so you don't get yourself in trouble or yeah. killed or like or uh thrown in jail or somebody like yell at you or suspect you stole something or whatever like that's like an unbelievable yeah like in addition to being a fucking mom you also have to do this yeah you gotta prep her to be like hey uh (laughs) you have to do this and then especially being in this community like i have to super prep her um i yeah, like growing up, we I, we were prepped going out the house. I was prepped, you know. Like my mm-hmm. my my pops always told me, "Happy Father's Day." Um, my pops always told me, you know that, um, you know, like they think you're stupid, you know. Like you have to talk like this. You have to, you know, have your posture this way. Th- present your way and present yourself in this manner because mm-hmm. you know they think you're stupid. So you have to prove them wrong. So I grew up always being told you have to prove them wrong. Like, like, so I, so I'm constantly like, that's, that's my motivation all the time is proving people wrong. And that gets tiring. Absolutely. That's tiring. Like I have to prove you wrong on just how I make my money because I'm at Walgreens and you see me pull up in my truck and you know, like, so now I got to prove you wrong that I'm a nice person. I have to prove you wrong, you know, or, or. Or yeah, pr- yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like. I'm just you. constantly proving myself, and that's yeah. tiresome. On top of making sure that you don't think that I'm something that you know that I'm not, and it's right. it's annoying. So, um, yeah, with my daughter, like I, I try not to um, have that initial like programming, you know, to. It, but it's hard, you know. It's it's hard. You like. You <laughs> exactly exactly you understand the reality of 2020 here we thought we'd have mm-hmm. flying cars and world peace and no, here we are we in 2020 being lynched <laughs> like, welcome. Like, exactly oh so it's mm-hmm. what are some what are like so you have the cannabis like kind of like black union i don't know what what do you call the it? blackout union the blackout yeah union. okay so it's all cannabis related. Yes. What so, kind of stuff are you guys doing? So essentially we just get together. Any money that is that is donated is going to helping black cannabis businesses. So if you want to be a cannabis lawyer, a cannabis doctor, if you want to, you know, um, have your own cultivation or uh, your own dispensary, like whatever it is, if you're, you know, cannabis, like, you know, your yoga, yoga sessions, you yeah. know, like we could all get together, help each other thrive. We're working on our business plans. You know, we're working on making sure that everything is done and in a legal way, um, oh, making sure everyone is compliant and that's um, beautiful. Yeah. And like, just, you know, having like notaries on site so that, you know, things, so we don't have to, you know, outsource or anything so that we, we have, our our union (laughs) such a you know a community-based approach to Mm -hmm. organize and just become successful and raise your 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 neighbors up that's as we know like i don't know a black millionaire i really don't and i don't know a black millionaire trying to like do a cannabis space Mm -hmm. thing right now i mean the first thing that comes to mind is there's 
um who the fuck uh, i mean you got like mike tyson and yeah mike yeah it was like there's mike tyson and and and, like whisk leaf and there's like snoop dogg and Mm -hmm. stuff but i don't know anyone here doing that here stuff right in arizona exactly there's nobody doing that out here and i think it's like it's really cool that you're Mm -hmm. like get like helping people get money because like yeah exactly or and like getting their ducks in a row to be able to really get up off the ground because like we were saying there's a lot of creative people out there that can like kick some major ass yeah they just need the extra support exactly they just need and then sometimes like it it can it can we can you know it can be intimidating and so even like you said, like just getting your ducks in a row and just making sure that like, like, like I said, we have like empowering sessions or, you know, yeah, just like making sure that like, just we're keeping each other up to date. Like this is what's good happening for me because when we, when one of us succeed, like we all succeed. Yes. Like, and even if there's multiple, you know, people who want to, you know, be like uh, cannabis lawyers, you know, like there's enough space in this community and in this industry for all of us. Like there is no white man in this industry who looked at the other white owning dispensary and said, I'm so intimidated. There's too many dispensaries out here. Exactly. No, he said, this is what I want to do. So I'm gonna do it. So like, sometimes you need that support. You need someone to help you, you know, do that layup so you can slam dunk, you know, like, (laughs) so like sometimes you need that, you need that support. And there's enough space in this industry for all of us to have, just just so much just so much and yeah I'm, I'm really excited to see where it's gonna go like yes i'm i, I wish that the companies out here would kind of show up and actually reach out to their black employees a little bit more and, and at least say hey we uh, you know yeah you, or hey we want to hey, hear your some therapy hey like, we're, we will pay for your therapy that is that huge right now 100 especially being in arizona like Dion Johnson was shot for sleeping in his car. You know how many joy rides I take? Like I like I go on so many joy rides and like I sit there and I and like I find myself like an hour like two, three hours away and I'm like, all right, well, you know what? I'm just gonna like rest my eyes for a few. So and then I'll like drive back. I don't feel comfortable. and that was a state trooper. I don't now that they're all over the fucking state. I don't feel comfortable driving two, three hours away, sleeping in the back of my truck and then being like, all right, let me get up and like get on the road. Cause because that's what he was doing. You know what I mean? And so like now that's what I have to think about as an American on top goddamn of having weed citizen. On top, like with me, like hell no. <laughs> as an American citizen, that should be your right to not yeah. have to worry about something like that. That's crazy. My my younger sister, she's a big traveler. She'll just fucking go anywhere, do anything. She went to like New Mexico, Colorado, and then came back home sometime. She would sleep in her car. She do- she doesn't have to fucking worry about that shit. Not in the least bit. They're going to see this like like she may have to like worry a little bit cuz she is just like a woman. Right. But beyond that, she doesn't have to worry. Like She's not yep. worried about a cop trying mm-hmm. to get her. She's not worried about getting shot. Let's yeah. say that. Like, yeah. That's for sure. Like, and that's fucking awful. Yeah. Like, I, you, you won't find me sleeping awful. in my car anymore. Airbnb, it all day. Yeah. <laughs> like you said, what? Quick hotel? Yes. Got it. Cool. I'll prepare. Oh. I'll prepare myself just in case. But, mm-hmm. yeah. But, like, just stuff like that. Like, you just check in on your black employees. Offer them some therapy. Offer them a few days, like therapeutic days off, you know, like for that intention, not just, hey, if you need to just take a day off. No, like, hey, this is why you need to take a Yeah, like even if you think that you shouldn't, here's a paid day off. Here is your mental health day. You know what I'm saying? Because 
like you don't think of what we're going through right now and being in this industry heightens it because of the war on drugs you know on top of that so yeah yeah it's stressful living in a textbook and we're living in many fucking chapters we're gonna be we're gonna be read about hopefully hopefully be read about in history classes in the future let's hopefully it's depicted the right way exactly that's what we're trying to set the framework to do here is set intentions to make the future more equitable and a better place for everybody we've Mm -hmm. we've woken up 2020 we'll call it we're waking up to things being (laughs) being a little freaking crazy Mm -hmm. and right now right here we're carving our path forward to lead the way of being intentional in our space, in the cannabis space, and in as many spaces as possible. Mm-hmm. I did okay. want to share this with you, though. Yes. Um, so Nina Parks, which is like, I want to be here when I grow up. So yeah. <laughs> Nina Parks is in, um, shout out to her, she's in San Francisco. Um, and she does like the cannabis equity programs out there. Like she, she, she oh, deals super. with them. And she made this post and I just like, I kind of held on to it cause I was like, okay, I need to go back and read this and like go over it because out here there aren't any, like if, if there are, I know, I don't know of them, but if there are any like type of like equity programs and it's a whole slide, but, um, we'll make sure to link to it on our Instagram page and, yeah. and we'll try and see if we can link to it in our iTunes descriptions and Spotify. Descriptions. And we will certainly link it on our website where hopefully you are listening to this right now. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's, it's the cannabis equity program started out with the intentions of racial justice, which does make sense. And so she said, but we were told that it's unconstitutional to make legislation based on race. Mm. Funny story, right? Like uh, I, I wish I thought was like, now it's convenient for you. Um, so our systems leadership created a list of other factors for someone to qualify for the cannabis equity program. The list included uh, either, and it's a list, yeah, your arrest or incarceration for cannabis, your immediate family's arrest or incarceration, like brother, sister, mom, or dad, um, other factors that would qualify for one cannabis equity, living in a census tract where at least 17% of household income is below federal poverty level, um, suffered from housing insecurity, and, well, in San Francisco, they included attending uh a public school for five years or more as a qualifier to acknowledge the school to prison that exists. Yeah. So, um, that I thought was just really interesting because I was like, okay, that's one way to try to like narrow it down to like our community. You know what I mean? Cause I mean, all right, it's, 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 it's the truth, you know? And, um, I feel like (laughs) those would be good points because although we are like, well, how about we do this for the black community? If they want to get unconstitutional on us and shit, then I thought that those were good points that There's Arizona could use. We could definitely yeah. Like yeah. Take a look at what other cities yeah. are doing. Yeah. Yeah, they're doing some good things out there. Yeah. yeah, there's some black owned dispensaries. Shout out to SF Roots. That's yeah, cool. like, yeah, like they're black owned business out there. Um, but yeah. I'm 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 excited to see where like it's frustrating but at the same time like it's a thrill because like mm-hmm. I yeah I see so much opportunity only because I'm about to create that shit you know <laughs> like the only way to actually change is to like be the change and make that change instead of just sitting around and complaining about it so. exactly there's so much opportunity out there that 
don't waste it. Exactly. We are the change. Like exactly. it's like you you like grew up reading those inspirational posters about like be the change you want to see in the world. Now as we get older, we realize that's true because like the corporations and the there's so many out people out there trying to change things for the worse that oh yeah, we're the ones who have to make it for the better. So we got to remember yeah. that. Thank you very very much for listening to this very extremely long episode (laughs) i i'm i mean it was a it's a very important very very big topic i mean we could probably even do another episode it's so much talk about it all day (laughs) we really could um i really really appreciate you joe for joining us are there any other like things you want to shout out for people to find you or get to your instagram Um, or anything like that that way we can um you know, just, yeah. Um, right now it'll, it's just, um, blackout union at blackout union on Instagram. Instagram is really my only social media. That's the only thing I have mental capacity for puff, puff, Patton, P A T T O N. Um, and then blackout union. And then I also have Bogart creative, which is our, um, cannabis PLC collective. So that's where you can find me slide in my DMS about, you know, any inquiries and, yeah, I'm always down to collab. So grateful you decided yeah. to collab with us and make that happen for us. Uh, thanks again for listening. And we got a wee tip number 16, perhaps. Okay, so episode 16. Thanks for verifying. All right, that brings it to the end of episode 16 of the Cannabis Quest podcast. Our latest and greatest and longest episode <laughs> thus far. This has been such an enjoyable time. Um, we really appreciate you listening to us, sharing us with friends and family, or somebody who you think could just be like, hey, here's a positive cannabis influence that is opposite of the propaganda you've been hearing for your entire life. Something like that. Not too specific. Not too specific. <laughs> so we'll catch you on episode 17 where we might be talking about uh, specific legislation for the state of Arizona. We might be talking about something else. I don't know, but it's going to be relevant. It's going to be interesting. We tip number 16. Oh, yeah. My train of thought. I got it. No, I have a we tip. I have it. I just don't have a segue. We tip number 16. This is a simple one. The most important we tip yet. Please don't forget. Respect one another. And black lives matter. And black lives matter. Black DAs matter. Black DAs matter. Don't be a dingus. I love you. Bye.